Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the 505 Podcast. Let's go! Today we welcome a man of many talents. Not only is he an incredible photographer, videographer, and producer, but he's gotten viral on the internet more times than anybody we know. Whoa. And not to mention a spike ball savant. Oh. He is the man behind the magic of the internet's biggest magician, Zach King. So if you want to know what the secret sauce is to going viral on the internet, this is the episode for you. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Nate Norwell. Ah! And the crowd goes crazy. Wow, I don't think I've ever been presented that way. I feel <laughs> so honored. Well, welcome to the pod, Pleasure baby. to have you, dude. Thank you, thank you. Now I well, gotta do it, I can, I can feel the good energy, and I really want you to not mess this up, because mm. it could throw off the whole thing yep. that we got going here. So now, because last time we didn't say it, you have to lift it off the table. Mm-hmm. Yes. So and denser deductions. And denser deductions. So you can't get it set up. You just got to rip it right off the bat. So please, ladies and gentlemen, small drum roll, please. Rip it. Off the, off the thing? Oh, that's pretty Give me solid. a spin. I heard a dent, but I no, think it might have popped back out. Might have popped back out. <laughs> We're going to log on. It ate four wow. to start up the board. Let's go. What, do we have a record holder? Is it Babin? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's Babin. What did he pod. hit? Do, what did like he a 9-2. It Jesus. was one of the prettiest ones I've ever seen. What was the technique? He literally was just like... It was crazy. It was like no. It was not. It was crazy. No, because he was Babin was a magician, right? Mm-hmm. He's got the cards. The oh, yeah. yeah, flick of the you know. So I, have, I have much to learn. Oh, he yeah. knew. Much to learn. Dude, welcome to the show. Really happy yeah. to have you. Yes, yeah, dude. You uh, you opened that pretty easily. Mm. It's because you're on your gym grind, right? Yeah. No, just been working out, been practicing this. I'm at the gym, just <laughs> popping cans. I'm going oh, around shit. people like, hey, you want me to open your? <laughs> they have like a weighted section. It's like, oh, put a put a plate on that can, please. Yeah. Would you work out today, dude? I hit my fucking right index finger, dude. So sore, but yep. it's big. Dude, my, my buddy Jacob, when we would be like benching or whatever, he always put like, say, like, put a cookie on there. Put a cookie in there. It was like the 2.5. And then if the cookie would like fall off because he never used the fucking clamps, he'd always say, cookies are done. Like every time. It was so annoying at first, but now I just like can't stop laughing every time I see a cookie fall off the fucking thing. <laughs> Who do you think is more swole, him or Brayden? Jacob or Brayden? Yeah. Oh, dude. Jacob, I just saw him recently. Jacob's fucking huge right now. Really? Yeah, he's a big, big boy. He dude, he's just like he hits the gym every day, like five a.m. He's determined. I don't do that, but I go sometimes. But Brayden's, Brayden's <laughs> yeah, I mean, I bench with Brayden. Brayden's freakishly strong. Yeah. I think you guys are pretty comparable. That's really nice. Yeah. I'm coming for Brayden. Yeah, You're not I, coming yeah, for is. anything. I'm gonna fucking <laughs> crush you. Well, <laughs> Nate, <laughs> you ain't coming for shit. Nate, give me a few years. I, I, I want to ask you. So tell us, like, where are you from? Because you're not from the United States. Yes, um, I'm originally from the Dominican Republic. Oh, My parents were YWAM missionaries out there for 27 years. Oh, so crazy! That's awesome. Born and raised, and graduated from high school out there. So. No way. Yeah, my whole life. Were you in a, a village situation, or was it more of like a town? Like, what? Give us like what? Yeah, you know, so what that's your the question I kind of like. I kind of get from people. Like, mm-hmm. what was we, we have a Krispy Kreme? Okay. Shop. So okay. that kind of gives you like, okay, what was the line? like we're third there. world, but like we've got all the fast food, okay, you know, okay, so it's right. not like, but you have, you know, you have like rich areas and mm-hmm. then like poor mm-hmm. areas. So you get the mix of it for got sure. It. And what were you doing in like high school, for example, were you playing sports? Were you playing football or anything? I did soccer for one year, okay. basketball for three years. Okay. Nice, didn't nice. take, didn't take it anywhere, you but you know, height? yeah, I'm a, yeah. I'm a yeah. baller. Okay. Yeah. You got good baseball down there, right? We do. Yeah. And really, I mean kind of the backstory behind it is because when you're just playing with your friends mm. you actually just take like a broomstick mm. just take off the broom mm. no way. and they take little bottle caps oh and really they toss Funny. those they play like in the streets you just toss those and you're hitting with a stick so you go from bottle cap and a thin stick to a baseball with a bat you're wait, like oh, wait, dude, oh yeah, I got, dude you know obviously the practice now it's not everything obviously they go to practice mm. after school every day but the hand eye though um, must they're be dedicated man that's Dominicans awesome. are on and they're really good very talented did you grow up speaking Spanish as your first language? I actually grew up speaking both. The best way to put mm-hmm. it into terms is like when Insane. you're a baby, you're a sponge. Like, do you ever uh, remember oh, learning yeah. English? No, no, you just kind of. Yeah. I do spoke remember. It. I remember like cleaning up the sink though, because I was a sponge. Come on, dude. <laughs> Come on. That one went man. right over. I didn't think you guys were gonna. I, for some reason, I have. We had a little something. I thought he was like, just say it. And I was like, I'm, I'm gonna man. say it. I failed. Anyways, but you're right. You're right though. No, but yeah, like you just take everything in. And so when I was a kid growing up in both 
languages in both cultures, speaking English at home and then Spanish everywhere else. I mean, you just kind of take it all in. And so actually some Dominican parents will like take their kids around the age of like three to five and go to like New York or somewhere in the States, let their kid live there for two to three years to mm -hmm. learn English and then bring them back because then they have so many more job opportunities being bilingual. Oh, and they come back Smart. and they're like, I'm walking here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's exactly what they do. It's so funny. I met this guy in, in Peru who had, he learned English in London. Uh -huh. So we'd speak, he's like, oh, no. I'm like, like, oh, so I spent your like, English, por favor. And he'd be like, oh, hello, it was good to talk to you. <laughs> Swear to God, it was the craziest, it was freaky. And I was like, I was like, yeah, like, quiero lomo saltado. And he's like, oh, it's a bloody good choice. And I was like, that Whoa. is crazy, dude. It blew my mind. <laughs> That's a so trip. Interesting. It That's was a trip. trip. So, okay, growing up in the Dominican Republic, are a lot of people doing photo video out there? Or like, what is what is it like? And what caused you to pick up a camera in the first place? Okay, on the photo and video, I'm not super in touch with it. I've been out for a bit. I mean, kind of when I was getting into it in high school, I was kind of like the video guy. Mm -hmm. Like, I was the one that like, with one of my crazy friends who loved to jump off cliffs. So we're like, mm -hmm. let's just buy a GoPro. And that was mm -hmm. kind of like our first thing we pitched yeah. in together, right? And did like crazy stuff like that. And then the school started doing like video competitions because I was pushing out videos. Oh, sick. And then, you know, it was just, now we just started doing videos. And with social media and like, that's where the age and time was. Totally. But I'm not 100% sure where it's at right now. Sure. I just know that they're doing more films and stuff like gotcha. that, like in cinematic aspects. Um, but your second question was, what caused you to pick up the camera in the first place? Because it sounds, from the sound of it, you've been doing it for a minute, like you picked it up kind of early. Yeah, so what happened is, by the time I was like 16, my dad was like, you're 16, mm. you, should, you should probably get a job. Because mm. I never actually worked in the D. I always did like work service stuff, but never like an actual job where I'm getting paid. And the deals are right, it just doesn't pay as well as you could do in the States. So I ended up getting a job in Northern California in the Redwood Forest, like working at a camp in the kitchen. Um, but before I got the job, I was like, yo, I want to make sure that what I'm like working towards is like my dream. Mm. And I kind of had this mentality, which a lot of you know this phrase is, if your job is what you love to do, you'll never have to work a day in your life. And kind of, you know, encapsulate my life around that. And I was like, okay, what do I love? So I wrote down on a piece of paper, I wish I still had it, I don't, but I wrote down 10 things that I love to do. And on the top of it was filmmaking. And what happened was like with school, I just popped up a camera and started filming stuff or with school projects, started videotaping things. It just became super enjoyable. My first video that really clicked for me, it's super silly and goofy, but it was my brother's birthday and he was in Australia. Mm. And I was like, I can't write him a letter because he'll get there in two weeks and his birthday's tomorrow. And I don't want to just be like, happy birthday on Facebook because that's not deep. It's very like lame. Like what can I do that showed effort? And so I took my mom's like little Canon camera and you click, the, gee, the lens mm. comes out. And I shot a video of myself singing happy birthday but every word I sang, I was wearing a different like costume or outfit. Oh, funny. So like happy birthday to, so super uh -huh. poorly edited. But then I got on my mom's Mac, used iMovie, started editing it. I was having a hoot of a time, mm -hmm. right? I'm like, this is awesome. Mm -hmm. I get it together, post it for my brother. And it was just like, how incredible. I made something yesterday that's also creative, um, different. And then my brother gets to see it yeah. all the way in Australia. And that kind of just like clicked for me. I'm like, there's something here. I want to be a part of this. That's so. Basically, during working my teenage years, I saved up my money to buy a laptop, a camera. That's what I invested my money into. Um, that's how I kind of picked it up. And then from there, went on. I love that. I My sister turned like, I want to say like 13. She was a freshman in high school or 14. Mm -hmm. And I was in like sixth or seventh grade. And I was like just learning how to edit. And I was like, dude. I'm gonna make her a fucking slideshow on iMovie oh, and use yeah. the Ken Burns effect. Oh, yeah. Fucking Bang. pan in. Zoom. Beautiful day by you two. Come oh, on. Of course. Fucking photos of us. Dude, she's gonna fucking cry. And she really liked it. But like looking back now, it's just like the simplest, oh, like cheesy video. Yeah, we all start somewhere. We all there start. It is. And, and weirdly with birthday videos, dude. I yeah. remember I made my buddy Patrick a birthday <laughs> video. And that's like when I kind of got into it too. I like filmed, I was like, there's this green screen YouTube effect where it was like a bullet and I like pretended to like shoot my other friend and then the, and then it was just like red writing. I was like, happy birthday, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like all it was. But I thought it was so fucking sick. You know Did you I mean? use Beautiful Day by YouTube? I know. It was more like blah, blah, blah. Like it was pretty intense. Yeah. So I'll sing that later for you. you <laughs> Perfect. But, so you moved to Northern California to get work because you think you In the summers. Oh, got it, got it, got Teen it. years just came for the summers, worked up there mm -hmm. two summers, um, came back to the DR obviously to finish off high school. Is that where your parents are originally from? uh where the dr yeah uh, no, no no no, no. In, in northern california no actually my dad's from minnesota my oh, mom's from alaska word. that's where i'm from oh, minnesota dude. Wow. Let's go. my dad's your also mom, from minnesota yeah your mom's from alaska yeah that's crazy uh her dad was kind of the one like one of those that like 
missionary plane, like two seater, mm. taking food into the village. Oh, right. like wow. one of those. Okay. Crazy stories. And so did you want to get into the missionary stuff at all when you were down there in high school? Yeah. So basically my parents were missionaries. So kind of my life was surrounded by mission mm. service and stuff like that. And kind of when I clicked into the film, I was like, yo, video and social media there's these two words that stuck out to me it was impact and influence i'm Mm. like they have this and i want to be a part of it and as i got older you know going to college and pursuing film it kind of clicked for me in that moment was i want to use this for like missions i want to go to a country that's in need with a ministry that's on the ground and be like hey what do you guys need filmed i'll film the necessity super cinematic and then i'll get it out online and then let the internet do its thing you know um whether it's a website or just straight up on youtube or facebook but like you never know. It's like crazy with social media, how people get connected. It's like, hey, uh, I saw your video about there's a need of pastors in Alaska. My uncle's been studying. Mm-hmm. He feels called to like, and just, you just share, share, share. You never know who it hits. And mm. then it's like, wait, I feel like I'm supposed to be a part of this, whether it's donating fi- financially or volunteering. And then in terms, I'm like, that's how I'm going to make my little dent on the universe. You know, just being like making helping people get connected to make the world a better place, you know, they're helping each other out. So I thought that was awesome. So how did you determine like you could make the leap into doing video and stuff like as your career? Like where's that leap come from? Yeah, I guess it never was like maybe a career idea. I never really thought about like job where I was just like, this is what I'm going to do, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So when it clicked, like this is what, like if your job is what you love to do, you'll never have to work a day in your life. I still was like focused towards missions. That was the goal, Um, which is, kind of a job you're getting you know sponsored by other people um but you're not really making money off of it if that makes sense sure you got people donating to you yeah like, hey i support you as, right. a, as a missionary um so that was kind of the idea behind it um and i would go to college or drop out of college which was an idea at one point and then i just go just travel from one place to another just be going everywhere and just like making videos and traveling so, so did you love to travel was that one of oh, the I things i love traveling it's just okay. so fun i love mm. airplanes mm. no matter what seat Dude, i get i can too. sleep on airplanes oh. it's just a fun time i wish i could yeah. Are I you a neck pillow kind of guy? The movies, I should get one. Yeah. But I just use my, my jacket. You just raw dog the yeah. plane. Just raw dog. <laughs> just, <laughs> just straight up. Just you and me, buddy. Dude, I, Dude. Saw, I saw this tweet of a girl that was like flying to Europe mm-hmm. sure. and she, or somewhere Heard even of it. farther. And she goes, This dude just walked on the plane. <laughs> no neck pillow. No fucking book, no, no phone. He, she's, he's just completely raw dogging this flight to Europe, like a 14 hour flight. Just, just Dude, sitting. Just that's sitting when there. you should be scared. Just see him walking with yeah, nothing. It's like, mm, mm, there's something about got this a guy. plan for sure. Yeah. That's terrifying. I would freak out, dude. No, like, you no. Ask movies. him, what's your deal? Be like, what's your deal? Yeah. Where are your headphones? Yeah. Where are the AirPods? You left them, right? You, you got, you got plans. You got robbed in on Europe. the way. You got robbed on the way in. What are you doing next month? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would be worried. I'm like, don't, I hope he's not sitting by me because. My shoulder's probably his next plan. He's going to be sleeping on my oh, shoulder. Definitely oh, want that. just a sleeper. Yeah. yeah. Where's the craziest darker. place that the missions took you? Because you would travel for the missions, right? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, there's missionary trips all the time. So, basically, the missions would happen in the Dominican Republic. Oh, you know, gotcha. like, we'd be doing outreach within there mm-hmm. or, like, going to, like, leprosy centers, um, oh, orphanages, crazy. like, oh, crazy wow. stuff, like, being the hands and feet on the ground. But being in high school and whatnot, I did, like, one of my crazy trips was, like, to the, like, Amazon River, like, oh, in Peru. Sick, dude. And we went to the Urarina tribe. Oh, it was shit. like a tribe of people where you're like, you're in it. Like there's no signal. Mm-hmm. There's no nothing. Like there's like girls wear red. Mm-hmm. Like they wear, like that's the color girls wear red. And you know, it's just, it's crazy. Like the culture is so different, but you're going in there with like very much head down, respectful, trying to mm-hmm. learn from them. Mm-hmm. Um, but so cool. being helpful, you know, trying to. That is wild. Be a service to them. We brought like medical efforts to them. And did they all speak Spanish? So were you able to communicate with them or did no, they have their like own a, dialect? Their own, own thing. The, uh, I don't even I don't even remember. I'm gonna be honest, but it wasn't it wasn't Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't Spanish. They had their own own wow, thing going that is so on. No, Avalon. Yeah, funny. definitely their own language. Because when they were trying to, I remember there was a group of like translators trying mm. to translate books for them, and it was like this whole process. Oh, crazy. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. That's like really amazing that you got to do that. I don't know how long you were doing it for, but like that's not something a lot of people get to experience. No. Yeah. Is there something that I'm sure you've taken away a lot and still keep a lot that you remember from when you were doing that? Is there something that you can take away from that that's like the most important thing or something that you hold like closest to your heart from when you were doing that? I don't know. I don't know exactly, but I mean, I think it's always good to be like trying to make the world a better place. And I can sound cliche in very general, but like you are, like you never know what, whether it's going to a different country and being of service, like helping them, whether medically or building stuff or painting even walls at a school. Like you might think it's so like 
not needed, but you don't realize how much that really helps even that ministry that like doesn't have the finances to pay mm-hmm. 20, 30 people to paint like a whole schoolyard that they need to move kids into, you know, stuff like that. Um, but at the same time, I think you don't have to go across the world to make an impact. It can be your neighbor it can right. be saying hi to someone on the street that's having a bad day. I mean, there's both the necessity and the sense of like physical needs and material needs and also the emotional side. And I think that's what I learned being in LA is like, I think I was so focused on missions and being like, I need to go and do things and actions are what count and social media doesn't matter. And then you realize like things like even this podcast you could say, or a movie that someone watched actually like made their day or changed mm. their life mm. or someone was on the brink of like right. going over the, you know, they're on the edge and they watched them that made them realize like life is worth living. You know, it's just crazy. Like we all struggle with different things and being a part of that in any way of making the world a better place is something I want to be a part of. It's beautiful. I love that. Are you still, maybe, would you go on another mission now? Oh yeah, I'm so open to it. Um, But my journey definitely drastically changed. So like when I was in college, I was like first year, I was like, I'm dropping out. Where did you Mm -hmm. go to school by I went to Biola University. Okay, okay. Yes, in La Mirada out here in California. But in the first year, I was like, first semester, I was like, yeah, I'm dropping out. What were you studying? A film. Cinema no media way. arts. Yeah. Yeah. I, I already knew because at 16, I was like, I want to do right. something. Okay. Did it for two summers and got like an internship at a mm-hmm. church. And I was like, yo, there's actually jobs out there and there's possibilities and video. Like I can do stuff with this. I want to be a part of this, right? Went to college, first semester. I'm like, yeah, I'm dropping. I'm dropping. Like how, how am I making a difference? Like you're not going to learn everything through film. You can learn on your own. We got YouTube, you know? Right. I literally just came from a missions trip in South Africa. Saw mm-hmm. kids like starving. Right. You know, in townships. And I'm just like, we were out there literally mm-hmm. every day just handing out sandwiches. Mm-hmm. And that's how we were like providing for them um, and being a part of helping. Um, and I'm like, yo, the need is now. What am I doing here like at a college also going in the red financially trying right. to just pay for an education mm-hmm. that like I could be learning online, you know? Um, for free. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's not everyone's journey, but it, college was something I wanted to do. But once again, first semester had that little like panic. Mm. I was like, ah, I need to get out of here. Um and my story really goes along the line um, because my background's uh, Christianity. Um, I kind of felt God saying like, yo, slow down. Like mm. the world, the weight of the world's not on your shoulders. Mm. And I want you to be here for this season. I want you I like that. to be here. Once again, people have so many questions like, well, how did you sense that? Once again, everyone has their own right. way. But for me, it was very much like kind of calming my anxiety. Of like, I just need to go. Instead mm. of like, yeah, you go. It was more like, hey. You know, Let's take a breath. Don't yeah. stress out. Like, there's always going to be a need. Sometimes you need to be trained to then, you know, address the need. So, felt like I was supposed to be at Biola, and so I did that for four years. And during that time, it was interesting, but it shifted from even when I graduated, it was like shifting from missions because I was like, I'm just gonna go. I kept being like, I just want to go, and yeah, it yeah. was like, you're here. You're supposed to be here. This is where you're supposed to be at. And I'm still, I think I'm still trying to figure it out. I don't think that passion's fully dead, but it definitely was like readjusted. It definitely shifted. Um, and I think what greatly shifted is like, I'm not making an impact on social media. Mm. Like I work for Zach King. We make videos that are super um, creative and make people's day, you know, make them smile. And that's awesome. But at the moment I was like, this is, I'm gonna be honest. In the moment I was like, this is meaningless. Mm. But I'm just making people laugh and smile. So many other people can do that. Who's out there on the field actually like, providing food or electricity or clean water or actually just making a different like people people are dying out there you know Mm. and i'm like thinking about this This is where my mind because i came from that Mm -hmm. life um and it wasn't till i kind of went through my own journey of going into depression Mm. and going into like intense stuff and it took me two years to kind of get through through therapy and all this Mm. stuff but through that journey it's like i also learned what it's like to be on the other side where I was having a really bad day and I watched the video and it made my day. I'd always see those comments like, oh my God, like I'd post a video and so I'd be like, oh my God, this made my day. And I'm like, mm. how? Mm. How did my video about me being a goofball online make your day? I'm like, this this isn't true. Until I was in a bad place and I needed something to brighten my day or get me out of the funk. And then that happened. I was like, whoa, this video changed my whole day. And I'm like, wait, I've been so focused on the the actions, the the applicable, the material, the going out and doing things. And I'm totally neglecting this whole side of like emotional support, mental, um, the internal aspect. Mm-hmm. So I think there's many ways people can make impact and some people are directed towards the material or going out and making actions. And some people like whether they're doing comedy shows or movies or whatnot, they're impacting people's attitude, the way they look at life, 
the mm. way to view hope. Could you talk to me about like the stillness that you were saying that you had to, you were forced to just sit with during the time of like freshman, sophomore year? Cause I'm assuming a lot of people, especially as creatives were, we're going a million miles a second. A lot of times, right? We're thinking of ideas, whatever, but how did you actually sit back and like, okay, this is what I'm going through right now in my life. This is what I think I need to do. Mm-hmm. And how did you kind of overcome that? Cause I think that tons of people go through that all the time. The thing that brought me peace so interesting because my journey is it's it's crazy but like it goes up and down i know i say i'm not always in the same place but back then Mm -hmm. i was definitely definitely like in the sense of like if i'm in the will of god like there's Mm -hmm. peace there like if i'm obeying what Mm -hmm. he's called me to do um that's where i find like peace because that's where i'm supposed to be you know i don't want to be outside of that will um don't know how i view that now these days but Mm -hmm. that's what did bring me peace back then and um i think it was good it was good. Once again, like I say, the journey, you know, a lot I've learned and grown and done different, but. So as someone who went to school for film specifically. Yes. I know a lot of kids deal with the like, do I need to go to college to mm. do this as a career professionally? How do you feel about that? Do you think you need to go to school and study film to do, you know, what you're doing or yeah. if someone wants to do something similar? Um, pros and cons to everything. Um, the answer to that question, no, you don't need to go to college. You can totally learn yourself, but once again, pros and cons, if you go to college, like you'll learn about my story, we'll talk more about is things kind of came to me in a Mm -hmm. nice way. Like I definitely worked hard, but like things kind of like showed up. Mm -hmm. So example, like when you're in college, you're making so many connections with Mm -hmm. other people that are doing film stuff. Totally. And how I got connected with where I'm at now is a friend was like, Hey, you should hop on the set. So like you have those connections where if you don't go to college, which you don't have to, it's something I wanted Mm -hmm. to do. You can just pop in LA but then you better be at it you better be like you know greeting people getting yourself out there making connections saying hey I'm willing I'm willing let me know um I'm down to do anything and I've seen people succeed the same amount of way and also they don't have all the debt that college brings so Mm. I say to each his own um no it's not necessary but I definitely wanted the experience and I'm grateful because I truly don't believe I would be where I'm at now exactly without it totally but also doesn't mean you can't get where I'm at without it with like completely you don't need college yeah. Yeah. Well, is that you know like you could have made the connections but like my connection came through college so i don't i don't you know you never know i can't look back and be like what would it be like if mm-hmm. i didn't but something i wanted to do so we talk about that all the time is like it's less about what you learn in college and more so about the connections that you make because like your network is is everything yeah. especially out here now in, in la but like me and chase met in college mm-hmm. and we worked together all the time and we became roommates and mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. awesome and I, I like joke around and tell my parents i'm like Dude, college was worth it just simply because I met Yeah, literally, dude. Literally. Some of my best friends through college. I yeah. still live with one of them. Yeah, and like the jobs, like I got a, my first video job was through an internship that I got through my college, you know, and that's how I got to move out here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a, it's very important. Um, did you move home after you graduated or were, did you stay out in LA? Stayed out in LA. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you started just trying to find like work. Are you trying to get paid work at this point or? So the day I woke up to graduate, I got a phone call saying yeah you got the job oh crazy and i was applying to work at um king studios working for oh, zach wow. king sick and the journey behind that is i had worked like as an intern my junior summer mm. with them mm-hmm. hopped on as like a pa i'm like i'm down to do anything it was like mm. cleaning up in the back week two zach shows up the next thing you know i'm on camera the next crazy. thing you know i'm the camera guy no because way. it was like right place right time like the person that was holding the camera was kind of also like working with brands and like creating the ideas and they're mm-hmm. like yo nate holds cameras at college like he's a cam operator that's what mm-hmm. i did right like, learning to be a dp but cam opping mm-hmm. so I just hand him the camera because like them was like we're just just we're working we're making things happen hand him the camera i had the camera so i was like what do you think about this i'm like you care what i think you know right and like now we're shooting next thing you know now i'm like on every set i'm traveling with him we're going around the world Great. and i'm shooting for him what uh what camera is he shooting and stuff on a 5d mark four my man really yeah still canon it's got the right lighting i gotta say just uh, no right coloring yeah the mm. color on canon i'm gonna be honest yeah I, we don't color any of our videos. Oh, really? It's all standard. Like profile? maybe if we, we shot like more on the the commercial mm-hmm. side or whatever, but maybe a little brightness and contrast. But like I'm telling you, I've done some. I've edited some of the videos, and it's just like straight out of camera. It's just so. Awesome. It, it's so. I'm sorry. I'm a Canon fan. You know. Yeah. Let's Brand go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. C70s. Coast has. A, we uh, all Canons here. Yeah. Uh, he's got there, a there's a little rock Sony in the middle. But That's it's right. Fine. But you get to control the the coloring, which I'm guessing is what you want to do. Yeah. I'm also sponsored. It's like now. <laughs> I did a few TikToks sponsored with Sony Alpha, but okay. Like, no, you know. you know what? Kudos, dude. I'm so I, deep yeah. in the Sony, just like the system. ecosystem. You know, Apple and Sony till I die. There dude. it is. Unless Canon wants to pay you. me a back. 
I'm telling you, man, everything is negotiable. Everything, everyone's got a price. Everyone's Everyone's got got a price. price. When you're just getting into it, right? Talk to us about how people can do kind of what you did in the sense of you literally are a PA. You're saying yes to everything. Like, what does that look like? Because I'm assuming you had in your head, you're like, oh, I don't want to be a PA for the rest of my life. For my mom, a PA is production assistant. You there just it like is. hold people production and try assistant. to walk down the sidewalk. You know, how, how did that look like for you? Because you know, you, a lot of people have fucking egos that move out here and they don't realize that you got to do whatever it takes to get to where you want to go. So could you talk to us a little bit about that? I think I could talk very little about it because mm. I'm I'm kind of I would say I'm kind of like a golden retriever. Okay. Mm. I didn't really have a plan. Oh, okay. sure. I kind of just went at it mm. with my high energy. I was like, yo, what's up? Let's do let's do things. Let's Which make is stuff, a plan. You know? That's a plan. Like literally yeah. with with my job when I was getting the internship, I showed up on a set for two days. Was super like, what can I do next? Oh, I got it. I went mm. and got mm. stuff done. And then as I left, I was like, that was a cool two days. I got paid fifteen bucks an hour. Like that's why I came here. Like. King Studio is awesome, but like I just I just came here for a couple bucks and mm-hmm. to be a part of something cool. What'd you blow your big check on? <sighs> Probably saved it to pay off college debt. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah that's what I did so with every penny. Um, but basically walked away being like, oh shoot, I have to finish school. I have to have an internship, and where am I going to go? I don't want to work like at a rental shop house or where am I going to go? And I was like, oh, they do internships there. So I kind of just hopped Sick. into. So basically, like very much just like hopped from one thing to another. I just hopped into there and they're like, hey, you know, work for us. And I was like, oh, let me finish my senior year. Finish senior year, I'm like, you got a job for right. me? And they're like, we like you, you're in, you know? Sick. So I got the job and then it was like, where are we going? They're like, we're going to Dubai. We're going to like crazy. Asia. We're, going, we're Dubai. traveling the world. And I'm just like, three months out of college, I'm like, dad, what is happening? I've been around to like six countries already. He's like, dude, just the favor. And I'm blessing on That's you. So, you know? fun, so, dude. so, I mean, I do want to speak about the idea around it, like I've seen people that, have sur- that I've surrounded myself around that have like started out as PAs and now are like killing it as producers. Mm. And really, I will say it's like their attitude. Like you can't have an ego if you're coming out, especially it's also different seasons, right? Mm. If you're if you're locking in like brand deals, make, you're making grands. Of course, you're not going to PA on a set because you already got your thing going down, yeah, right? right? But if you're out here and you're like trying to make connections there's a lot of things you're gonna have to say yes to a lot of things you're gonna have to work for free i mean don't abuse yourself like certain things you work for free but then after like the third time of that same person you're working Mm. with like you know things change over time situations but i mean the dude i live with who's awesome he basically it's a long story basically pa'd on one of my short film sets with zach king and he was my right hand man Mm. ride or die he was like dude i got you no matter what Mm -hmm. and i was barely paying him anything because i didn't have enough but i like needed another pa truck jar whatever so he was there early in the morning at 5 a.m. with me, late at night when we're dropping equipment off. And I just walked away, be like, this guy is so solid, such a great attitude, funny, hardworking. Mm. That basically, when I came to the studio and I was taking like a hiatus from the studio, they're like, hey, we need more producers. And I was like, hire this dude, mm-hmm. hire this dude. He's not a producer, he's an actor, but he has the right attitude and he can learn. Mm-hmm. And I think people rather surround themselves by people that are kind, have a good attitude, good work ethic that are willing to learn rather than someone that's very skillful, but very not fun to be around. Totally agree. And I don't mean like not fun, like, oh, they're not fun. It's like, no. they're actually a pain to be around. They're yeah, negative. Right. They have a bad attitude. They mm-hmm. show up like, like all that stuff. Yep. So it's crazy. And now his whole life in a fun way has been right. We try around. to hammer that home a ton on this podcast. And like you saying, it just reiterates it. I remember the first time we met, we went to go pick up Nate. We went to, we went on like a hike. Yeah, to like some waterfall in to, Malibu. Uh, to Malibu, the Malibu Dam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cliff jumping. And I get in the car, or Nate, you get in the car, I forget if I was already in, and he's just like, what's up, man? Like, tell me about yourself. And you just like brought such like genuine, nice, big energy, and I was like, fuck, man, I kind of feel like I already know you, and mm. I was like so drawn to you because of your energy, and like that just goes such a long way. Like you bring that to set, and you just like meeting people, I think if more people went about it how you do, like opportunities will present themselves and i don't i don't think it's a mistake that you're getting all these opportunities because going like being a good person just goes such a long way and you'd be surprised at how far it can take you huge i mean that's what my dad says like kindness and good attitude would take you so far that's what i kind of carried with me mm-hmm. it's honestly what kind of got me the job right literally i go into the interview i'm like hey well, i kind of want to interview for the job like sweet like come on in this is how the interview starts i say Hey, yeah, so we had like 20 people working and I asked the the manager that was like handling everything, who would be the two people they would hire from those 20 people? And I was like, oh, Nate and this other person. And it's because you had a great attitude on set and you were always like, what can I do next? Mm-hmm. What can I do next? And then you did it. And you didn't just go and sit down. 
you were proactive about it. So it goes a long way. It's like people remember that. Mm-hmm. Really does. So. And that's and that and that's like a, something that'll always make you successful, right? Like that'll always help. Go Zach King right away. What is that like environment? I mean, I've watched like probably all of his videos, like especially like growing up, dude. I was like, what the fuck is he doing with the whole thing? Like, how does it keep going around? Like <laughs> the loop, what? loop okay. videos. Okay, first of all, okay. First of all, my questions. How much planning goes into those? Like just days, like big storyboards. Yeah, like, can you walk us you through like, like it out? from the very start? Is there a think yeah. room like this, or we sit at a table with yeah. ten people and we're like throwing out ideas every week? I will start with saying each video has its you know different scalability okay. of how mm-hmm. long it takes. But this is how it works: Monday mornings, Mondays we have meetings. We have our Monday morning meetings at one o'clock. Everyone comes with an idea. A fun. So everyone, no matter what, like whether you're doing you know anything anyone mm-hmm. in the team they're coming with idea we're all having fun together creating ideas brainstorming so you come in with an idea so i came today today monday morning um came with my idea it's uh helium zach sure so zach and a friend they're at a birthday party um for one of their kids and they're both just goofing off him and his buddy and they're like inhaling helium mm-hmm. and one guy inhales it and he's like speaking a high tone voice and then they both laugh and then it's like your turn and zach goes and then zach talks and then starts floating yeah nice and starts going up and he's like holding on things his legs are up and he's like no no and they're all like screaming high but like no be like Dude, super high pitch whatever such and a good idea and then that goes into oblivion and then it's like done you know or you can loop it and then pan back down and yeah, it starts yeah, again yeah. right we always you, try to loop you it you know gotta do yeah. loops right um, <laughs> so everyone comes with their idea Dude, that is such a good idea god <laughs> damn you. it mate. thank you um hey, so no, one's, com- no one steal that yeah no <laughs> hey whoa, whoa hold up hold up <laughs> i'm gonna produce that one uh no so basically Everyone comes with an idea, and then afterwards, everyone votes with like a yellow smiley face and a green smiley face, which you know you, you get both those stickers mm. to put on your idea, and then we see which one got the most. I'm like, okay, cool. So you get a pool of like, what's a good idea with a group of 20 people? Because you want to know what's good. You don't want to just think, totally. oh, I think that's bad, but 20 people think it's good. It's like, oh, maybe I'm in the wrong. So then we go into our second meeting where it's like, all right, producers, which video do you want to produce? Who has open dates or free mm-hmm. schedule? Oh, I'm working on this one, shooting Wednesday. Oh, you have a free? Oh, I can shoot that one next week. So they take the probably say they take the helium one. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to go to the person that created it, but they can take it. And then you go from producing it. You mm-hmm. hire on PAs, audio, gaffer, cam mm-hmm. op, which is usually me. Um, and then you pick a date. I mean, honestly, we do a little bit of mock-ups, mm-hmm. like mock shooting. Of like, okay, what would the motion camera be? How would we shoot that? Do right. we pan and whatever? You just want to do a quick mock-up to get the vibe for it. And then you like tweak from there. And then you show up on the day and you shoot it. Our videos go anywhere between, I mean, if we're lucky, an hour and a half. But usually it's, we usually block out four to five hours for one video and everything though is like in camera right it's all practical yes for the most part zach really? is a huge zach is a huge proponent of loving to do things practically obviously not everything, everything yeah. is practical the golf but ball. he is like the well no it's kind of practical the big ass golf ball yes i mean in a certain way i mean i don't know how much i can tell right. but uh <laughs> but yes I can show you later, but it is it is practical. Mm, wow. Yeah. So cool. Like that's have you seen the rotating room insane. stuff? Have you seen the rotating yes. room stuff? That's a we actually own a rotating room. No way. Oh. Legit, just a rotating room rotates. No way. Like that, Zach likes to do he you know, very big fan of Buster Keaton sure, mm-hmm. sure, style yeah. stuff. Like likes to do it practical. So that's why we ask, like, if you're coming up with this idea. God, so how, are you plan. building a set out mm-hmm. or like how does you know what i'm saying so right now we're in an interesting phase which i won't go fully get into but we we went from a studio to a house trying to find a new place or so in transition mm-hmm. but when we had the studio yeah you're building out sets like we built everything in-house like that rotating room in the studio Jeez. um you need a kitchen set we hired teddy we just bring up this dude and he just built it with his career just like kitchen you style whatever Crazy. you just you got you know, obviously, Zach started from one place, and mm-hmm. now he's at a place where yeah. there is a budget, but he yeah. puts the money back into the content, mm-hmm. and next thing you know, we have sets, and we're shooting stuff, and sets swap, you'll have one set, and then you just, like, paint it a different color, mm-hmm. change the shades, wow. put furniture around, make it a bedroom, and mm-hmm. instantly, like, wait, that was a living room, now it's a bedroom. I would have known if you didn't show me the before and after pictures. Like, we just build sets. How it's do amazing. you? How are you coming up? Because like I think a lot of people, right, they get struck with this thing where they're like, I can't come up with any ideas. For your job, you literally have to fucking come up with ideas every single week. So do you set aside some time to consume a little bit? Are you like pulling from different mediums, or does it just come to you naturally? I'm gonna be honest. It's it's hard sometimes. Okay. And I'm gonna be honest. This week, I came up with a good idea. The last three weeks have been terrible mm-hmm. and my coworkers will tell you like there's mm-hmm. even jokes about like just bad ideas but it's also like it's a safe space no one's like they're just right. joshing around you have like, the water cooler you're like do you hear what fucking yeah. <laughs> 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 
God, I was like, dude, dude, that was bad. <laughs> no, because also like Mondays are different. Like sometimes I'm coming in, I'm working on something else, and then it's like, mm-hmm. hey, meeting is at one after lunch. I was like, oh, I just finished eating. I got ten minutes to right. come with idea. But this morning I was like, you know what? I've had bad ideas. I'm coming with a good one. Mm-hmm. So I went outside for about an hour and just like started just like writing on my phone, and then like my bro Dylan came up and I was like, yo, here are these. What could we like ten percent it? Which is like, what's the ten percent to make mm-hmm. it extra? And we went over it, and then I talked to two people. Like, here's two ideas. And like, oh, the helium one. Present that one. And then I did. Yeah. So, nice. yeah, um, I will say once again, it's it's more of like a muscle you have to mm-hmm. work out. But there is a format with Zach's, Zach's content, which makes it easier is Zach's a character. Mm-hmm. He does magic. It's either super epic and magical or it's magical, but also goes so wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, like the tower falls over the mm-hmm. donut, you know, collapse mm-hmm. or something like, you know, so it's just that kind of format. And you kind of build around there and have fun with it oh that's so fun so yeah. fun dude and then once again when you're in that safe space everyone's coming in with just like all these ideas or they'll be like i don't really have a full idea but zach's on the tarmac with a plane does this and he captures it mm. what's the extra 10 percent? that's when everyone comes and is like okay what's the story we could build mm. behind it you know you just always we're always adding 10 percent to it from different perspectives and then you're kind of like all right that's the new idea and do you have like a master looper person that like because it's always so fucking seamless i will say every time we're like this idea is okay but what could make it better a loop uh, <laughs> it's just like it's just like ah it's okay but how do we make it better and we're like we could just we could just loop it and we're like we're like all right we're done with the idea let's just loop it you know it's just like it's like if we can't do anything we're just like we'll just loop it and like how did like i mean i don't know there's more to it but like every time it's like crazy shit happens crazy shit happens cameras moving all of a sudden it's like and then it's just like perfect again and it's crazy how like just it's like just you just pen in the camera in the same spot or like i'm sure there's more to it but like i think it's crazy too though because everybody thinks you have to have like the nicest cinema camera and you guys are making some of the craziest shit that the internet you have the most the most viewed TikTok of all time all is time. shot on a 5D Mark IV. Crazy. That's crazy, yes. dude, and that's awesome. No, it's yeah. crazy. Kudos to you hey. guys. That's sick. Yeah, thank you. Dude. Thank you. No, we were we were like shocked. Like we honestly shot that in like an after. Like we yeah. came up with the idea. It's like, oh, Harry Potter cosplay. I think we had it like a day before, like the idea, and they're like, all right, let's just shoot it tomorrow. I went to like party city got mm. the harry potter thing we just do it it's actually like dress up to the glasses thing that we found like in the back of the warehouse we're going we shoot it post it and then we're like yo guys have you checked the numbers this mm. thing is like going through the roof i i still wonder if it's a glitch or not or if tiktok legit was like this is it t- like because it was the also in the degree. season where like people were, like hopping yeah. on t- it was like honestly like a interesting week where it's like People are kind of catching on that TikTok's a thing. So all the people are like, oh, this is cringe. They're like, wait, maybe this is, it was kind of in that like mm. week span. They're like, oh, I'm getting on it. And honestly, we think TikTok was like, this video is going to be the first, one of the first 10 videos when people get on TikTok and start swiping. Because you don't have to have an account. When you get on, you can just start yeah. swiping. Yeah. Right. And there's like 10 videos and usually show you like the most like entertaining viral stuff. And we think those first 10 videos, Zach was like number one. And we just got like all the people that were getting on. Once again, we're speculating. We don't know. Right. We're like, Crazy. bro, this has 2.2 billion. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if you guys, kidding me? I don't know if you guys realize, Nate made the most <laughs> viewed video on tiktok i shot of it of all time i shot, you it. shot it i shot it i didn't i didn't make i mean i shot it but still it's insane you, so talk, talk us okay talk us through so someone comes with me, this idea right uh-huh talk us talk us through what they say what you shoot what like how is the process what does it look like just curious yeah literally the day before like oh what if we did this and how do we make it seem like Zach's floating on a broom, but it's like a magic trick because he can't really. And then we're like, well, what if it was like a mirror, you know, reflecting mm-hmm. like his leg on the other side and the camera rotates around, sees the the boosted board. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, then what do we do after that? And I was like, what if Nate's like, hey, Zach, is that my boosted board? And that's what I said. I'm like, Zach, is that money? He's like, ah, oh, I gotta go. And I'm like, yeah. Zach, give it back. Which is like, when you think about it, it's like, what? Yeah. Like, we're like, yeah, we're just, we'll just do it, right? Then it looks like me going to Party City, mm-hmm. buying a costume, we're outside. We shoot it, mm-hmm. post it. Like it's just, it's just like that. It's, honestly, so when you cool. asked me earlier, what's it like working there? It's a fun time. That's awesome. It sounds just, fucking it's, fun. It's a safe space to be creative, to bring what you have. I've also had the pleasure of like bringing my gifts to the table. Zach's really a proponent of that. That's like, what are you good at? If we have a spot for that, let's push that forward. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool. It's like I want to propel you guys on what you're good at, and then we make ourselves like a cooler team by that with all these different hats we wear and are more. I don't know more fulfilling, more Mm -hmm. versatile. What do you feel is your strongest attribute as a producer or filmmaker? Strongest attribute? Like, what do you feel like you bring to the table the best? Mm -hmm. Creativity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like to be creative. Um, 
I've been a producer for three years and I actually just transitioned out of it because the more I got into it, the more I was like, oh, I don't, I don't think this is what I'm like uh, gifted at. Like uh, I could do it, but it came at a cost. It was like a struggle and organization. It was very much logistics managing. And I was like, I don't, I don't mm. want to be a logistics manager. I want to be either a creative director. Or I want to mm. be on camera, but I want to be, I found myself in back rooms, putting out, putting out fires on the laptop as a sure. producer, instead of being on set, what I've worked to set up for. Right. I was like, okay, I want to change my title. And so I shifted to creative director and cam op back onto camera, which is my original love. Um, yeah, exactly. Let's go. So basically, um, I say my attribute would be creativity. And it's also great because I'm in a ton of like brainstorming meetings right now. And just like, oh, what if we did this? Or you come up with a different perspective mm -hmm. of things. So. And is that just something that you've already always naturally been just creative trying different things i mean i don't want to discourage people by saying like yeah because if you're like oh well i don't have it i sure. think everyone can work towards it you know it's like singing but, but like it's yeah like singing like some people are like oh i don't have what it takes i was like yeah but if you put in the hours it depends on how passionate mm -hmm. do you want the dream then go after it. and some people might have to work harder than other people but hard work wins at the end of the day you know not just talent but i would say it has come because like i said coming up with that idea to make a happy birthday video for my brother changing different clothes. Like as dumb as it is, it still was like, oh, that came to me. Yeah. And yeah. I just did it. Like no one told me to, I did it. And that was a small way that then developed. Over I time. love it. Where do your, where do your ideas come from? Like I personally, I got to go in the shower if I'm going to come up with a good idea. I never thought of close that. on to close, close, close on, on close, on, close on in the shower. Candle like, yo, lit. close on lights off. Exactly. Yeah. They're like, dude, lit. we need an idea. This way you like, hold up. Mm. goes in the shower. No, literally. Like, Sometimes if I just like can't man. quite crack the code of like a video I need to direct, I just go in the shower. Hot no matter what plan. time it is. Dang. Yeah, I just, I don't know, whatever, something about it. Cause I don't think you have your phone in there, but like you got something, you got like a little go to, or like if you're feeling maybe creatively frustrated yeah. or like stuck, like, do you go on a walk? Like you did. I will say my thing is people. I always like to have a balance where I like to talk to someone about mm -hmm. it. It always is helpful. Like once again, today I'm, I'm with ideas. I might just brainstorm, but I'm just like, I'm stuck. And mm -hmm. when I talk to someone, it just opens up the balance. I was like, Hey, what do you think about this? Yes. But what if, or yes. And you know, mm -hmm. Oh, this, and I'm like, Oh, and then I have a different idea. Like your thing is going to shower. I need to talk to somebody Interesting. and be like, Hey, what do you think about this? Is this good or not? And they're like, yeah, well, what if you change this one aspect? And I'm like, Oh yeah, and what if this became a character? Mm -hmm. And then it just like builds out because I kind of hit a wall, and then I'm like, I can't get out of this funk Dude. without talking to somebody else. That's it's so my thing. it's so crazy when someone like you have like an idea that's like fifty percent done, and someone gives you just like a tiniest little nudge, like the tiniest nudge. It's not even that helpful, yeah. but then you're like, oh, that would unlock yeah. that, that would unlock, and then all of a sudden the wheels start turning again in your own brain, and then you're good. Yeah. It's just like it's when crazy. you play Sudoku and you're yep. stuck, mm -hmm. and then you mm -hmm. get and you're like, oh my god. That's a number. And then yep. it opens up yep. the, the, all the whole, whole portal. The yeah. whole portal. Absolutely, dude. When did you start making personal stuff for yourself when you got out to LA? What did that look like? Personal stuff. Like on, on social media, like you're making TikTok videos, you're making Insta reels, whatever, whatever that looked like. Yeah. So basically, once I graduated and started working for the first six months with Zach, um, I'm in the studio and they're talking about. PewDiePie, YouTube mm. Rewind, why everyone's hating on it. And all these things I don't know about. I'm a mm. film kid. I'm learning about mm. like directors, yep. how to right. shoot something cinematically, Hitchcock. right? Yeah. And so from that, I kind of went into my winter break, went back home from Minnesota for Christmas. And nice. I was like, I can't be working at a social media studio and not know what right. these people are talking about. I need to be on my game. So I just consumed the internet for all mm -hmm. of I was like, who's PewDiePie? Right. What's YouTube Rewind? Why are people hating on it? I thought it was a good video. You're like all going deep into everything. And as I got deeper into it, no, seriously, everyone was hating on the video. And I was like, it looked like a great video. And then you have to realize the culture mm -hmm. behind it, right? Mm -hmm. Which is what really shifted everything for me. I could just picture you in your room. Like Dude, I had with like a fucking like well, bulletin board and like yeah. YouTube at the time. Like, that? I thought it was a good video. Why is it not? It's, like, not, it's not a bad time to do it. What year was it? Um, 2018. Oh yeah. Okay. Cold, cold winter, dude. Cold, cold, <laughs> cold winter. Yeah, all you had to do was just lock in and social yeah, media. Yeah. I didn't have much going on because I'm not originally from Minnesota. Like mm -hmm. I had some friends, but like it's not where I grew up, right? So I'm just chilling at home, consuming the internet, and then it kind of led me onto TikTok. I'm walking. I'm watching YouTubers react to TikTok on, on that show. Holy right? shit! That oh, is... so did you watch some teens react? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've seen those videos. Let's <laughs> go, <laughs> dude. So YouTube on YouTube, kids were reacting to TikToks. Yeah, so YouTubers were reacting and, to TikTok. And they were watching it on YouTube or no, TikTok? No, on YouTube. So on YouTube. YouTube. They were Because yeah. no, the so dancing stuff was freaking people out. The YouTube stuff. page of like but reactions. how meta is that, dude? Yeah, no. They it's bring crazy. YouTubers on. It's like, hey, react to TikToks that are going viral. Which once again was still like, what's TikTok? It's kind of right. cringe, whatever. Mm. And everyone's like, 
yeah, I don't think this is going anywhere. This is like, everyone's just like kind of downplaying, but like, I don't get it. It's not that funny. And I was like, agreeing. Everyone did. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, yeah, totally. And then you went, I went to the comments and top 10 comments with like 5,000 likes each was like, oh, you just don't get it. Oh, oh look at you millennials trying Boomers. to understand Gen Z. Literally That's all so that stuff. Funny. And once I read the people having your ear to the ground, the people yeah. speaking, I was like, yo, I don't. I don't want to be left behind. I don't want to be, am I missing out on something? Right. And honestly, people were, because when I first got on, I was like, I don't, I don't get it, but there's something I'm not getting. And the more you consumed it, mm-hmm. the more you realize it's all an inside joke. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Is. It's because of 10 videos ago, this person did this. And now this person's kind of doing a playoff or a parody of that. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's funny. Cause if you watch that video alone, you wouldn't get it. Totally. It was like its own community, its own inside joke. And then I kind of came away from that winter being like, yo, Zach, this is the next thing. Oh, but with that mentality, sure. I was like, I want to be able to come to the studio with being like an asset because right. I came from, I don't know anything, be like, mm-hmm. hey, I understand this app. Let me introduce it to the studio in, mm-hmm. a, in a positive way. Oh, they weren't making TikToks at all. No, they had uh, back when it was Musical.ly mm-hmm. and it had anywhere between, I think it was like seven to nine million followers. But Zach would like post like a video once every month or two. It was kind of like, kind of we do with Twitter or Facebook. Mm-hmm. It's like our main things are Instagram, TikTok, and all that stuff. But it was kind of like one of those, like, oh, just whenever I feel like it, I'm popping it on there too. Mm-hmm. And so once again, it was kind of like that down cringe. No one's really using it. And I was like, okay, I want to mess around. I want to understand the app so I can help the studio. So I started getting on posting in two months at 166,000 followers. Holy shit. The boosting of like, you're making content, it's funny, or it's like part of a trend, but it's different. I would take a trend and just go all the way. Mm-hmm. Like you've seen those videos, it's like, oh, it's something simple. And then you're like, a massive sword or something. You're just going right. all the way. I did that. Uh-huh. And I got to 166,000 followers. And I know many people would be like, yes, I want this where I'm going. I wasn't sure where I was at in life. And so I kind of got scared and mm-hmm. dipped out for about eight months. I get that. Oh, wow. I was just like, I didn't, it was like, I didn't want to say like, that was, I was going to be famous after that. But like, if you keep on something that's getting you attention, yeah. you're going to lead to somewhere that you no longer can maybe be anonymous mm. and i didn't know if i wanted to give that up yet once again i'm not here saying like i'm gonna be famous no, i was like totally. you can't i mean you yeah. can't be dumb and be like i'm gonna work on something something's blowing up and that yeah. i'm not gonna like yeah. if right. you do it yeah. so right. i was like i'm not sure i backed out for eight months i was kind of scared i was like i don't know if i want this i was just experimenting i would also argue that you're wired a little bit differently than like most people were like you are so creative i mean you you're coming up with the ideas for zach king like I'm I, one of many people. Sure, I'm not, not going to take credit but, for all. I mean, of you're it. part of the team, like, and you've had, like, you you understand how to make a video go viral without a doubt. Had you stayed on it, you would have blown the fuck up on the app. I have no doubt yeah. in my mind. So yeah. yeah, no, I just I just wanted to take that step back and reassess. And honestly, it was good because I mean I can always look back and regret, but I'm like, that's the season I was at. Yeah, and then through those eight months, I kind of honestly was in a place where like if hate comments happened, I probably would be crushed. I didn't have thick enough skin. And over those eight months of just going through life and learning whatever, by the time I got back, I was like, yo, I can can handle this. And also this is what I want. And so then I started posting and I started being intentional. I started over consuming the app, which is how I started realizing. When you say like, I'm built different, it's because I understood the app because I honestly consumed it. Like honestly, like eight, nine hours a day. Like when you looked at like your, uh, Mm, your, your, your view screen time thing, oh my God, ungodly amount of time. But because I consumed TikTok so much, I understood the culture and community right. and played to that. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is what people want. Then I will I will make it that way. When did you kind of come back? Because you took the eight month, you you were on it for two months. You took an eight month hiatus. This is around like 2018. So now are we in like- No, t- so Christmas of 2018. Oh, so now we're 2019. So basically starting uh, January, February, mm. you know, 2019, then dip for eight months. Yeah. And now we're coming mm. back into like- What was know, the stuff it, that you were making though during that, during when you were pumping out 166,000 followers, what was that stuff like? Was Once like, again, I would just see a trend okay. and play to it. Cause oh, those, that's what okay. was building the inside jokes and community. Got Honestly, it. super simple. You look back, it'd be like a song by, do you remember? Yeah. Like all that stuff. And then literally people just run up to the camera and they just like start dancing. Literally mm-hmm. just that simple. And you'd be like, why is this a trend? It was. Yeah. Right. And so I would do it where I'm like in my backyard in uh, nice, Minnesota. Nice, nice, nice. And I'm not running up to it from far away. I'm literally just going down a hill on a sled. Hilarious. And I crash into the camera, it pans up, and then I'm like dancing or I do something funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually cut my whole arm. It was bleeding. Couldn't show that because I would take it down. But that's a fun uh, story there too. But um, honestly, just take trends and then do be extra, dude. Okay, got it. Do right. a funny bit to it. One of the first videos I ever saw of yours before I even knew it was you 
it was one of those where it's like I'd seen the video, I met you, then I saw your TikTok. I was like, oh fuck, that uh-huh, was you. Uh-huh. Was the pandemic video, the coronavirus video, mm-hmm. where you're in the like the suits, mm-hmm. and it was like the the party, co- the COVID club or whatever, yeah, the COVID party. How well, many views did that get? That was crazy viral. Uh, I think I, I don't have. It's definitely thirty-two to thirty-five million views <laughs> and five point two million likes. That was my one video that went not only viral on TikTok, but went to Instagram. Mm. Did went you guys see this video? Pages. No. I feel like I did. I must have. I feel like I had to have seen right. it. All Explain good. it again. It's like... You, so it's, basically, so basically, once again, this is part of the viralness when you're like, how do you come up with ideas? Like, I'm consuming the app. Right. I'm consuming the internet, right? So COVID hits. Terrible thing. Toilet paper jokes are coming out. Already. Oh, yeah, Maybe they're yeah, like, yeah. why are the toilet... Which is it funny. It's like, why is, right. why is the toilet paper mm. gone? Y'all chill, right? So you got that. Then you <laughs> yeah. got a meme page. It's like, it's got like a dude in a hazmat suit on a surfboard. Just a picture that says, summer 2020 be like. Mm. And I was like, hmm, let's go with that. So I was like, what would it be like partying in the summer? Because everyone wants to hang out and have a good time in the summer. So I'm like, what if it was... So we took our living room, brought like... My fr- we all lived, we're nine dudes. I'm like, let's just hazmat it up. You know, we're all quarantine here. Let's just hazmat it up. So hazmat, gas masks, bro. We got gas masks on. And I was like, what I'll do is I'll start with the floor with my feet because those videos always do well. I don't know why, but once again, I consume the app. I realize when you start your feet and pan up, they just uh, do well. Funny. You know it, you've seen them. So I started with the feet, walking, walking, attention. I pan up, open the door. I'm wearing a glove. So you're already attention driven. Like, right. why is he wearing why a glove and a hazmat suit? Glove opens. I go to a table, toss my gloves, hand sanitizer, pump, pump, go like this, put it in, pan over hazmat suit dj he's like everybody let's go pan yeah. over and there's like eight people just going with yeah, like dude. disco lights with my friends my oh, friends okay, uh, okay. Uh, my roommates a uh, dj so we have all the set up they're just going ham i pan the camera to me and i'm just like in it yeah. like in the middle with it hazmat suit gas mask done That's 30 so million funny, views dude. goes on to instagram everywhere i have dominican friends being like dude i was like out in the boonies bro and like this kid came i was like yo check out this video and then they're like nate i, I went to high school with that dude That's like so literally funny. every aspect of like the internet and the world and i was like wow that's a really good one that's a fun one (laughs) that's crazy did you feel the pressure to like follow it up the reason why i didn't feel the pressure i would say no because i was doing it all for fun right Mm -hmm. this what it never was like oh i'm gonna be a content creator that's more of a recent thing that i'm like i want to do this Mm. but it kind of was like oh i'm just doing for for kicks and giggles you know i'm just just doing it which is like what you kind of need to get successful at something. I think it's just like, I just want to do that for fucking fun, dude. Yeah, That's so good, dude. I love yeah. that. That's, That's so cool. When What did you kind of shift your content into? Was it always like this going viral situation where you're trying to think of these big ideas and then you kind of shift to something else? What did it look yeah, like? No, it, it has always been this viral thing, which I'm trying to shift it though. That's the new journey for me, which oh. is going to be interesting because... Um, for my things to be viral, I, I put a lot of time and effort into them. And also, like, there has to be a viral aspect. Like, I mix a lot. I mix, like, the the, the, the internet culture, mm-hmm. what's happening, like, like in the real world. Like, mm-hmm. once again, COVID. It was, like, meme and culture mm-hmm. of the real world coming together, all connecting over this toilet paper or this hazmat party suit thing. How do we make it a bit that everyone can enjoy and have a good time in this sad time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a lot of that. That doesn't happen three times a week. Yeah, no chance. You can't make can't do a that. live... Well... I wasn't posting three times a week, so mm. I couldn't make it my full time content or living because I'm posting once every three months. Because also I'm like, like I'm working a nine to five. Yeah, exactly. I do, like trend came out. Okay, working all the way through the night, one two days. Because literally, like if you're two weeks late, it's over. the trend's yeah, up. The trend's over. So literally, I'm pulling all nighters, right. going from work to this prepping because I'm prepping to myself. But then I get people to show up. Oh, thank you for those people that showed mm. up. But you know, they show up. I'm doing all the back work and then the post work. I post as quick as I can, and then I'm like, wow, I need. I need time to rest. It's mm-hmm. it's almost like a, a 30 second version of a Mr. Beast video where it's like this extravagant thing. And they like those ideas don't come. They don't come every they day. Don't, mm-hmm. Yeah. But if I had a whole team around, yeah, if I actually right. pursued it, I was like, yo, I'm going to make this my thing. Mm-hmm. But the interesting factor is I didn't want it to be. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds so weird. People are like, well, keep doing what you're doing. I'm like, I don't enjoy it on a, three times a week basis. I enjoy it like, hey, once a month or every three months. Mm. I'm like, oh, this is happening. This is going to go viral. But like, since I don't have a viral idea three times a week, when I tried to push them, I'm like, okay, what's next? I'm just like, this is not a good idea. Uh. It's, it's, there's not much happening in society. And like, it was oh, just wasn't. Okay. And then it would just be skits. And I was like, I don't know why, but I'm not 
enjoying just popping out skits Interesting. like that's not what i want to pop out and so once again it always kind of stayed my biggest thing was i don't know what i want to do what direction i want to do but i'll pop these out once every three months and now do you have an idea of what that direction is i do i mean i haven't started yet i don't know if i should share it but i mean what the hell i'll go with it um hopefully nobody if you say it you I, now have to yeah you can no, it's, it ha- it's happening but uh basically i went to this acting class Mm. honestly just for fun again it wasn't like i want to be an actor i was like i just want to try new things so Mm -hmm. i went to this acting class and one phrase stuck out to me which is very interesting it said the thing you hate most about yourself can probably make you the most money Mm. really weird concept right but you're like okay what what does that mean it's more going to actors they're like oh i look like a witch Mm -hmm. but i want to be the damsel in distress it's like okay well you're not a witch you're a really kind person but like you do look the part so go and play that part. Go pitch yourself. Don't pitch yourself as the lady in distress because honestly, we're 50 in a room. We're like, yeah, you kind of have the look of like a really cool evil witch. And it's like, I don't want to be that. It's like, well, play to your you sound like one too. Play to your, I mean, because you're walking in a room. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you're walking into a room and a casting director's like, yeah, no. Like they can right. see you and 50 people in a room that are trying to help you. Be like, yeah, this is kind of where you kind of fit in in this kind of category play to your strengths so what if you hate the way your nose looks or this right. that, playing those characters that play into that or you hate that i look like a nerd i want to be a buff dude it's like well play into that and next thing you know you're making millions playing that character mm-hmm. you're not gonna care right you care so for everyone in the room it was like what do you hate about yourself they were like oh my nose or i wish i was taller this and that so weird i'm not like an actor so i came in and when they interviewed me alone in the room they interviewed everyone alone my answer was i hate that i don't know what i'm doing with my life that was my biggest thing i really was like going through a season I was just like i just i really hate th- i'm really frustrated that i'm lost i'm doing all these cool things but i don't know where i'm going mm. and it's not going to happen unless i'm proactive about it so what do i do and that phrase is what kind of clicked with me it's like what if i made my content about me not knowing what i'm doing with my life mm. and how do we make that actually viral or entertaining in a certain way that i can build a community because you you always have another dude on the internet like this year i'm doing a hundred so i'm like how, how do i stand out how do i be doing something different trying new things and so i've bought a prize spinner wheel nice prize spinner wheel mm-hmm. and then the title of the whole project is going to be trying new things till i find my passion and basically every week i'll be spinning it it'll be landing on skydiving scuba diving or doing this learning how to drift like all these different things because as you try and taste more things in life you're gonna learn hey mm-hmm. what do i like and what do i not like me trying producing for three years and walking away being like yeah that was a good i had a lot of fun but that's not my cup of tea and i really like being on camera i miss that so i'm going back to camera right so and cool. so as i do more as anyone does more things in life you're gonna learn what are the things that i'm drawn to what are my passions what clicks with my soul what do i like to do and then pursue that, make a business out of it, make a career, do whatever. But I don't think I've found my thing. I think it was missions and then it had to shift with like, mm-hmm. I'm out here for this time. I'm trying to figure out what it is while I'm here. So I'm gonna have fun. I'm gonna go on a journey, bring my audience with it. It's gonna change though, because I'm going from viral videos to, right. well, the thing is my content's viral. I'm not viral. Mm. No one knows me, no one knows me. And that's fine. I've always kind of liked that. It wasn't gonna right. want to be anonymous, but like, mm can't really build a career out of that so if i'm gonna try to i have to build a a community and an audience so i'm kind of honestly even if i have millions of followers on tiktok i'm honestly viewing it like from starting from ground zero that's awesome so when i get like a like when i get a thousand likes that's gonna mean a lot to me because they're like yo a thousand people saw me spin a wheel and do something new with this idea Mm. and they're liking it those are a thousand people and honestly i need is like a hundred people that are backing Mm. you up 100 percent yeah, it's, it's not about the numbers, honestly. It's about the community. I mean, obviously, there's money involved with like selling programs yeah. or merch or whatnot or experiences, but yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather do what I love and enjoy rather than just trying to get the viralness, right. you know? Excited I bet you some of them it. will go viral though because you're oh, so good yeah. at it. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Hell Would yeah, you yeah. say, because I, I guarantee you at least a few kids listen to you just say that and be like, well, I don't know what the fuck I'm want to do with my life either yeah so for that's the thing there's an audience for it i'm really excited because they're gonna be like dude i don't know either this guy's right i gotta try new things i'm gonna be encouraging other people to try new things 100 and that's how i'm making my little impact in the world if you sick of people sorry if you sick of people start like doing like what your weekly thing is and then they fucking try it too like Mm -hmm. oh he landed on scuba diving diving. and then we like build a trip out of it community Uh bro like yeah we're going scuba diving this week yeah Yeah. oh i'd love that that's awesome as someone who's feeling lost and in the same position but maybe isn't saying i'm gonna fucking try scuba diving this week or wants to try these crazy things like you are like do you have a piece of advice for that kid who is feeling lost who wants to find what their passion is and maybe not because you haven't found yours yet well that's the thing i would say 
kind of go around the bout that I'm trying is trying new things. Yeah. It, it really is true. I mean, there's a lot of people that talk about this, even like Gary Vee, but it's like, yeah, he, if loves he, if he, he loves that one, but it's so true. And that's really what no, got me is. onto it too. It's like, you got to try new things. You got to go around. Hard thing for me is I'm such a money saver and was really trying to like mm. pay off college debt. Like right when I graduated, I was like, I'm not letting this be a part of my life. Mm. Thankfully, I paid it all off. I hustled super hard. I know. Hey, thank you. Here thank you. It took go. about two to three years, but I like every penny to it. But now I'm realizing, like, yo, you've you've saved up some money, and Attaboy. like maybe it's time to invest in yourself. Like I I wouldn't be like, oh, this week I'm going skydiving. Right. It's like about two to four hundred bucks. I'm like, dang, that's two hundred four hundred mm-hmm. bucks. I need to save that for a rainy day. But mm-hmm. it's like, bro, YOLO. You only, I mean, hate to say it, but like you only got one life. You never know what's gonna happen. Invest in yourself. And if I'm in a lost place, I think you should invest in yourself. It doesn't need to be with skydiving and 400 bucks, but yeah. you can try different things, be on different sets. I know people that are like in the medical field. They're like, yo, can I PA on one of your shoots? And I'm right. like, yes, come on. And then they come on like, yo, I kind of like this. And right. then their career changes. Like it's, you got to try new mm-hmm. things. That's my encouragement to anyone I that's lost. It. Are you trying new things, Costas? <sighs> Mm. <laughs> oh, that was a tender one. I could tell. In the bedroom for sure. Oh, <laughs> oh gross. He's not though. He's not. Yeah, he's, he's definitely not. Oh. No, um, no, very vanilla. You know. Yes. <laughs> like Emma Chamberlain. Yeah. Oh man. A couple positions. That. You know. Oh my <laughs> god. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um, I do want to touch on what you did with the Among Us stuff yes. on TikTok. I don't know what the fuck Among Us is. I just know it went crazy viral, and you like tricked the whole internet. Yeah. So can you touch on that? So really quick. Among Us is an online game that you can play on your computer or phone and you can play with friends or just random people all over the world, like a, a lobby. So you all enter a little lobby and then you play and you're little colorful astronauts with mm. different colors and different hats and you're on the spaceship. And at the beginning of the game, you're either a crew member or you're the imposter. Basically, mm. the imposter goes around and secretly like kills people, you know, assassinates them. Mm-hmm. And the crew members are trying to go around and complete their task or discover who the, who the uh, um. imposter is and then vote them out. So basically a little game of a uh, mafia mm-hmm. and yeah. play that. So um, that was basically the game. And obviously the story of that game is awesome because it was like two years online, didn't have a hit. A couple of YouTubers picked it up as it was like going to just get shut down and just blew it up. So mm-hmm. cool story for them. Um, but literally I saw it on TikTok. I'm like scrolling. This color, what's this colorful astronaut stuff? Same thing. I would see the video and each Among Us video content on my For You page had 3 million likes or more. Whoa. I'd always see it trying to be like 3 million, 500,000, 1 million, 200,000. Right. Like you'd be like, oh, there's mm-hmm. everyone had over 3 million likes. And once again, ear to the ground, what are the people enjoying? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, this is big. And once again, I was like, should I do something? Eh. Two weeks later, when trends usually die, still bangers, banger mm-hmm. videos just pop. I'm like, yo, there is an audience. There are people that are enjoying this. I gotta, I gotta get into this, right? So I was like, what if? What if I did like a live action version where I like build oh, helmets, funny. astronaut suits, like got oh my, my friends God. together? Cause also like, again, you know, culture and what's going on, that trend was going on among us. And then another trend was going on where like groups of TikTokers were like getting together and wearing masks and being like, guess who we are and revealing each member every day. And for some reason, those videos were popping off too. Oh yes, I saw these. There was dude. a group yes. of like people. The, the in British like, kids. British kids yes. in like a big house yes. with like metal. Yes. But then there was another group, the Power Rangers. Yes, Yes, dude. they were TikTok dancers. Like yeah. we're a group of TikTokers. Mm-hmm. Guess who we are, right? Mm-hmm. So they formulated their group. Then I come along and I'm like, well, I don't have a group of TikTokers, it's just me. Also, I don't want to make a second page because if I make a second page, then I get all these followers. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna, I mean, there was an experiment. It was all an experiment. It's not like I'm gonna make this for the rest of my life. So basically, um, I figured out that if I privated all my videos on my original account, it looks like I deleted everything, which oh. I didn't. I just privated it, so you can't see it. And then I changed my username from Nate Norell to Among Us The Crew. Nice. And then I post a video. And the video is literally us just like, just the intro. If you played the game Among Us, it's the lobby where you like pop into the lobby and then you walk around, you choose different hats mm. and the game starts. Three, two, one, game starts. We did the same thing. There's no story. It's just... Doing it live action from the same angle above, Mm. did the whole thing with the studio that that I worked at. 7.2 million likes. Wow. Likes. Likes, Likes, bro. How many views does this thing have? Oh, I'd have to look at it. But Uh, like ballpark? uh, I mean, in that category. Probably like 30, 40 million. Anyway, 35 to to 50. Wow. Yeah, crazy, right? And literally the caption was like, also strategic, right? I'm like, how do I get the swipes onto the camera? I was like, this is our first video. Or is it? Little devil emoji with the smiley face. I'm like, guess who the imposter is? Kind of with like they did like, I'm an imposter with my own account. Like right. who's behind it? Because then you see that. Mm. First video, what, what are they talking about? Swipe over. I get swipes now. Because I'm in, there's people interested. Mm. They look at it. One video. Three million followers at that time. Because that's what I had. And verification. Wow. 
So That's two things are crazy. happening. One, they're like, how does this account have 3 million with one uh -huh. video? Two, it's verified. So is it the legit account? Which I was never trying to pose as a legit account, but people thought I was the actual mm, Among Us platform. So funny. And then third thing is, people are like commenting like, yo, I never remember following this account. Because everyone that had followed uh, me, oh, funny. when they see the video, it's like, oh, you follow this. I was like, I don't remember following this account, but it's it's my account, just change the username. Oh so I did that because once again, I studied the app. I saw someone else do something similar in a smaller scale. And I was like, but in a different way. And I was like, what if I turned it into this way? Yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like over consuming and being a part of the community and the culture. I just, you know. You studied I it. studied. That's what's crazy. Why is this video have 3 million likes? Why, why are there 3 million people that are behind this? And once you do that, video after video, swiping over, looking at comments, trying to study each video, mm -hmm. do that eight hours a day. Dude, I'm I have a whole library in my head. I'm like, yeah. oh, um, this is what right. people are going to enjoy. I know right. what they like because I know they like this aspect of that video, that aspect of this video, and I put them oh, together. We got something. I'm telling you, that's literally Mr. Beast on a smaller scale. I'm <laughs> not even kidding. Like, like, you hear him, you hear Mr. Beast talk on Joe Rogan about how he was crazy and studied YouTube yeah. and had his group of friends, and they would all like just study YouTube every day for 10 hours and like discuss about it. And like, I feel like you kind of did the same just like solo. Yeah, yeah that's so, so wild. Awesome. So wild. Yeah. I got one more for you. Yes. What is some advice to your 18-year-old self? In what aspect? Because I feel like there's like, so if you, much I would share. If you could if you could have a conversation with your 18-year-old self, if you could meet 18-year-old Nate, what's like a one piece of advice you would tell 18-year-old Nate about what's going to unfold yeah. I don't know. It's a hard one. I don't, mm. I don't know. It's like, I've learned so much in this new season. And I also like, don't regret anything. I know mm. like when you look back, like what I wish I would have told him, it's like, I don't regret the experiences I had to go through, whether mental, emotional or, or career wise. I think everyone has their journey and everyone learns as they go. Um, I would just say, maybe don't, don't stress too much, you know, take a, mm. take a step back, enjoy the ride but also be proactive about it. Um, I don't know. I don't know exactly. I wish I had like something. I was, I was trying to think about this That's one, but good. I just no, I don't I like fully it. know because I'm very grateful for where I'm at and I'm very blessed. Right. And I'm there is not really much I regret, to be honest. I'm very grateful by how I live with that mentality. Honestly, with what my parents taught me, it just kind of took it to the next level. Um, but also realize like everything's a decision. It's a decision to be proactive to meet people, right. to have a good attitude, you know, just like to do things. So um, I would just say, keep doing you, man. You got it, you know? Hell yeah. And keep moving forward. Beautiful. I love it. I love it. Where can they find you on social media? Um, Instagram, TikTok, just at Nate Norell. Just like that. N-A-T-E-N-O-R-E-L-L. -E Thank it. you. Ladies and gentlemen, please drop a screenshot, tag Nate, tag the boys, and we'll see you all next week. Peace. Bye. Peace.